Hi guys, and welcome back to an episode of the Terriers Talk that we didn't think we'd be recording tonight. So, long story short, me and Jay filmed the commentary preview no less than an hour ago. Had it scheduled to go out at the time that this is now scheduled to go out. Get off the podcast, literally five minutes later. FaceTime call from Jay, Darren Moore's been announced. And here we are. So, we'll, we'll just take it straight off the back. Immediate reaction. Well, it's uh, it's it's definitely interesting because you had a few names kind of uh, rattling about social media. I don't think there were really any odds on whatsoever. So, Tyler done really well to keep it under wraps. And immediate reaction is, I'm very happy. We have a manager who, wherever he goes, He's successful. He manages players well, and he will bring an unbelievable amount of passion and attitude, positive attitude to the football club. Um, he's definitely a project manager, and we'll just have to see whether it pays off or not. Getting rid of Warnock. Yeah, I'm really happy with it. I think it's it's a massive step in the right direction. All things considered, um, being completely honest with Warnock. Literally anything could happen and you wouldn't really be moving forward just because there's no long-term strategy of one. This is the last yeah. season of one that we'd have. So regardless yeah. of what happened, it, it would you can't really move forward with it because you've got no plan. And say for, say, for example, hypothetically, we went over with Neil Warnock at the end of the season. You then have to then bring somebody in. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Warnock might be tempted to stay, but you, you're going off hypotheticals. And then who's going to come into a town team like we have this side or the other? There's so much planning that would need to be done doesn't make sense to whereas you give Darren Moore September, let him build, whatever happens this season happens, you build on it, you build on it, you build on it, you build on it. We've got a very good manager, very good man manager, which literally is what me and you have said and what several other people in the town fan base have said since day dot, this group of players needs a man manager and we've gone out and got a great man manager. Um, I'm absolutely over the moon, obviously. Very difficult job to to come in and replace Neil Warnock, because whatever happens, former Sheffield Wednesday, and you're replacing Neil Warnock, you're not going to have an easy start start to it, especially in the way that the Warnock departure just happened. But I genuinely think that Darren Moore was top of my um, managerial. Top of my list, yeah. He's I think top of my list. in the realistic scene, I think there is nobody better that we we probably could have got as a football club. So it's it's very good and it's also very good that we've been able to attract Darren Moore as a football club and that's a lot of praise there then has to go to, to Mark Cartwright, Jake Edwards uh, and, and Kevin Nagel. So if you want to quickly go through the, the statement that was that was published literally five, ten minutes ago. It's hot off the press, isn't it? So Jake Edwards... Uh, Chief, Chief Executive rather says we are very proud to secure the services of Darren. A lot of time, effort, and analysis went into making sure we found the right manager for this club, and Darren emerged as a standout candidate to help us achieve our short-term objective of stability and longer-term vision of growth and development. Darren has a track record of success as a player at this level, but more importantly, as a manager. He has gone into clubs and revolutionised cultures into winning ones on the back of real challenges like relegation. So that is basically, oh, so that is basically Huddersfield Town. Yeah. 
he's turned things around at West Bromwich Albion and Doncaster Rovers to make them into promotion contenders and steered Sheffield Wednesday back to the championship last season. Immediately, Darren's appointment allowed, allows us to build on the platform that has been created here throughout pre-season and the opening two months in the Skybet Championship, which is clearly of the utmost importance. We've studied how Darren's team performed and spoken to him at length about how he wants his side to play and he's a good fit for our current squad. Immediate, uh, sorry, everyone who's come across Darren can speak to it, to his character in terms of how engaging he is, his ability to motivate players and create a winning culture and his strength of character and resolve. He's a very collaborative worker and I'm sure his appointment and that of his team will be a great fit with the talented staff we already have here. Having spent considerable time with him discussing this opportunity, I know how strongly he wants to return to managing in the Premier League and he believes we can achieve that here together. I'm very excited about working with him during the coming months and years. It's a very, very promising statement. And the fundamentals of what has been mentioned is Premier League, yep. months and years, so long-term, yep. man-manager, motivation, and these discussions, they've not happened overnight. They've happened at length. Now, who knows? We could have been speaking to Darren Moore since he left Sheffield Wednesday in oh, June. Then. And even before that, that's, that's how the football industry works. But... It could just be him saying, right, okay, I want to get back to it now because it's been a few months. Maybe, you know, he, he went and sunned himself somewhere and now he wants to come back. And, you know, who knows what he's done over his summer. But the fact is he wants to take this team to the Premier League and we believe we found a, a manager who can take us there. So, I mean, off the back of it, it's incredibly, incredibly encouraging. And it's a, I, I think it's a real pleasure to have, have him as a manager because I know how he feels about football and I know how he when he gets into a football club how he will invest and engage in their community yes it's a massive appointment he's a very promising manager um and it's like you say the things that have been spoken there it's it's a press release you're going to mention those things but the fact that it's being mentioned is still so so promising um mm. You've got a manager there that, if, if we look at a brief timeline of things, the club are wanting a new manager in February. I reckon Town probably held talks with him there. There was obviously rumours that Town held talks or tried to hold talks with Sheffield Wednesday about him then. You've then got Warnock's reappointment. You've then got Warnock leaving. And then you've got Warnock being reappointed. Two days later, off I think it was two or four. I'm not sure. I think Warnock was appointed on the 15th and then he was either sacked on the 17th or the 19th, I think it was the 19th, but around that period, Warnock was hired before he was without a job, so he wasn't available at the same time. Um, given that Sheffield Wednesday just been promoted, um, in Dej von Delf, von Chancery's interview, he said that he'd had a rise in his contract already and they were discussing a new contract at the time. Um, probably in those past four days, the, the contract was still being discussed. So that means Wednesday would have been completely against the idea of him leaving and the payout of his contract would be astronomical. Yeah. Obviously, got sacked four days later. So these talks have probably been going on at, A while. Least, at least two months with the current regime. 
and then you've got the previous times that we've spoken to him as well. This is a candidate that probably stuck out to town for a long time. That's what's pretty much been said in the interview. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I was going to say words, outstanding candidate. And that's what he is, because we now have a manager who in two seasons in League One collected 181 points. It's ridiculous. Now that, ridiculous. it doesn't seem real. It seems surreal. And the fact we have him and the fact he's got Premier League experience and League One experience... Um, and championship and, experience. Or and championship experience, yeah. It is what we need. We need a manager who's experienced in not just the Premier League, not just the Championship, but the tiers below. And I think wherever he goes, he's had a, a, a brilliant, brilliant record. Um, not so much at Doncaster. Um, I mean, still 78 games, 36 wins, 28 losses, 14 draws. It's not bad. Still you nearly a 50% win rate. Yeah, it's, it's not bad. Time. I mean, Sheffield Wednesday was absolutely outstanding. 129 games, 66 wins. 32 draws, 31 losses. Um, really starts, isn't it? Nearly two points per game he's averaging. Doncaster is averaging 1.6 points a game. West Brom is averaging 1.7 points a game. So it is strong. It's, it's a really, really strong appointment. And I think as he grows into his position at town, he gets to know the squad. And most, most importantly for the fans, gets to know the fans. I think we'll all have, hopefully a very, very synchronised football club who want to move in one direction. And the only direction for us and Kevin Nagel is the Premier League. I think something that as well to touch on is you look at his past jobs and the, the first and his, and his last job in particular, West Brom is a club where there have been issues for quite a while financially, reportedly, of course. Um, Sheffield Wednesday, the entire debacle after he's left, um, the situation ongoing with Chancery, all the all these kind of things, it's known that these clubs have had issues off the pitch. Yeah, the fact that Darren Moore has then completely taken his side away from that and been able to build a strong and successful side shows just how good of a of a man manager he is. It's very easy in football to get caught up in noise. We we know this. It's very very obvious with some people to have a manager like Darren Moore who can do as well as he has in past jobs to, to get his teams playing in certain ways, to motivate players, to manage players that might have looked at the situation and acted differently, this, that, the other. It's such a big coup for the club and the fact that yeah. Dar the, the fact that in that um, press release it is endlessly spoken, not endlessly, but is constant, consistently mentioned that he's here for a long term, believes that there's a future of the club in the Premier League and wants to get us there. Again, just to reaffirm, it's a press release that that's going to be said after why we've sacked Neil. But yeah, they, they wouldn't say that unless there was a genuine hope of us getting there with that. Um, so it's, it's really. No, I agree. I mean, I, I, sorry, I, I don't think we're being naive here and kind of buying into the press conference because it would be very easy to do that. But I think we've got due reason to be really excited because. What we have and what we haven't had in a, in a long while is a managerial appointment where you know it's going to be a long-term. We've had managerial appointments that have turned out to be a long-term, yeah. but at the start, it's been a huge risk. Like, who on earth was David Wagner before he turned up in Huddersfield? You look at the past, like you say, 2016, you've had since then, because we were on a train back with Stoke fans, 
Um, and I believe there was, there, was some, there was something about Stoke managers being mentioned and there was a tweet from a Stoke fan about how many managers we've had since. However, you look at ours, we've got Wagner, uh, Hudson on an interim, Seaver, yep. Cowley, probably Hudson again on an interim, um, Cowley's after Seaver, uh, then Carlos, Fothering, no, Schofield, Fotheringham, Warnock. Technically Warnock again, so that's 11, I want to say. Maybe 10, 10, 11 in six years. If we're being nice, it's closer to probably four, considering when Wagner was sacked. That's a lot of managers to go through, and it, Darren Moore then offers you stability for a, for a very decent amount of time. Um, it's, it's, it's really positive. Because the thing is, is with Warnock, there was never that feeling that he was going to be here long term. Everyone thought it was going to be six, uh, six weeks. No, it wasn't six weeks. It was six months or whatever. And then it was going to be the end of this year. Fotheringham, less said the better. Schofield, again, seemed short term until somebody else came in. Although he was, like he was released uh, in a tweet that he was the, the new manager. It wasn't really a new press release or anything like that. You've then got um, Carlos, who became a long-term manager over time. The Carlos obviously were appointed to be a long-term management, but didn't happen. So getting Darren Marv just fills me with a lot of confidence of going forward. They've obviously had a target. They've gone for it, and we've got a very good manager in Darren Marv. Like I've, I did a thread on this yeah. yesterday, and I'm, I'm not going to plug my own tweet, but I am a little bit. Um, just reading through it a little bit, just key details. First managerial spell at West Bromwich Albion. Several plaudits. Won a PL Manager of the Month award. In his PL Manager of the Month award, what does he do? Gets his entire staff in this picture to prove that it wasn't just him, it was his entire staff. Um, was fourth at the time of his sacking at West Brom. Came unexpected. Fans loved him. Um, automatic promotion still on the cards with a decent squad. Doncaster Rovers, two-year positive spell. Sheffield Wednesday, like you've just said. 160, 180 odd points at Sheffield Wednesday. Ridiculous record. Back to back playoff years. Losing to Sunderland, who then got the playoffs this season, or well, last season. Um, won the playoffs last year. Identities are very similar in the playoff final. Played a 3 4 1 2. Very similar to what we could potentially be playing with Rodoni in that 10 row behind two strikers and then four midfielders and three back, which is probably what we look best in as well. Um, mm in our system with Sauber and Karoma or Sauber and Headley, this, that, the other. Man manager, everybody knows what happened at Wembley. To win it late, late on like that, you need a very good motivator. The people yeah. game, 4-0 down. Again, sense, yeah, unbelievable. Unbelievable, all to do with man management. Um, I don't know if you've seen his um, speech. I, I can't say I have personally, but I've seen it on YouTube and I, you'd imagine the fact that that'll be watched quite a few times tonight to get a glimpse of what he'll be like in a changing room. But he's an exciting manager who who can take the club forward in, in the short and long term. So like we, it's what he keeps going back to. It's a really positive really appointment. I mean, I'm, I'm just looking at some reaction here from both Huddersfield Town fans and Sheffield Wednesday fans in in the uh, replies under Town's um, you know, official statement. And got a Chef Wednesday fan here saying he's honestly the best bloke in football. You've got another, and I think that's kind of 
backed up. He's probably not the best bloke in football, but he's you know he's a he's a top guy. That is reinforced by the fact when he did win his you know personal awards, he's got his whole backroom staff because it's it's a team. It is completely a team, and that's what he's orientated around. We've got another fan, uh, another Owls fan, saying, "Best of luck, Darren." Um, excuse me, deserved a shot in the championship with us. Thank you for the most memorable night at Hillsborough in my 39 years of supporting Wednesday. Um, and then we've got quite a few negative ones from town fans who I don't think are maybe warming up to moving past Warnock just yet. Yeah, I think, and, I think the big thing is is you're coming in replacing Neil Warnock. That instantly yeah, it's, it's for huge. a lot of people is going to not warm you up to the idea because it's Neil Warnock you know exactly what you get with Warnock and in a lot of respect Darren Moore is, is somewhat of an unknown quantity but if you look at his record and you look at what people from past clubs have said like for example I've I've scrolled down I've I've scrolled the actual thing down three times best of luck Darren um, you've got somebody saying honestly best bloke in football take care of the lads uh, take care of the lad there's somebody on the tweet that I did the other day that said something like, you, you're forgetting one thing as well that you're going to... Yeah, you missed just how much you'll fall in love with the man. He's somebody mm. that fans love. And I believe that's from a West Brom fan too that actually replied that. Um, yeah, West Brom fan. He was there however many years ago and he's still getting credit from West Brom fans. It shows just exactly what kind of a, of a manager he is. Nagel mm. spoke heavily about connecting a club with a community like Town has been. For so long, having Darren Moore, who from his past clubs has such a reputation for connecting with a fan base and has lasted with such a positive relationship with them, the fact that that's going to be our manager and he will look to bring the club and the fans together even more is directly in correlation with what Nagel wants. So it's it's absolutely community man. Yeah. yeah, I mean community man, and I know we can we can speak a lot about engagement community and. Long story short, it's what we see on the football pitch. But I think we've got a man who really does cover nearly all bases in what we want personality-wise. And they said it in the statement. And I know, um, of course, they're going to say that. But it is what I think we kind of, the sentiment we share is, it is true. Um, And there are a lot of fans who right now can't really accept the fact Warnock's gone and we've got someone who obviously is nowhere near as experienced or successful as Neil Warnock, but he's 74 years old. He's never, ever going to take a long-term job. He works in batches of six months. You know, he'll be down in in Cornwall with Sharon. He'll be, you know, putting his feet up with a glass of wine. And that's what he wants to do for half the season. If not three quarters of the season, he'll come out and, you know, save the team or get him promoted. That is what Neil Warnock will do in the later stage of, of, of his career. And there you're not promised continuity, you're not promised stability. And that's what we that's what we need because he's a very, very good manager. And I just think once he gets some funds, once he gets January to build his team, to build his ambitions and to build his identity, Hopefully, the only way is up from there because you know we're billionaire terriers now. So once that money comes in, and once we see it stream through, and I know it'll be a process and be quite slow and tedious because we can't go and buy the league. But once he gets his own men and the players he wants in, hopefully we can build an identity. 
Yeah, I think there's just two things. I think the first thing is, I think there's a lot of romanticism about the idea of Warnock, and it's understandable. Yeah. Like, no, it, of course it is, yeah. we said, we said in the commentary episode that literally he's getting released tomorrow morning. Uh, cheeky plug. Anyways, we said in the commentary episode, you, you, everybody loves Neil Warnock. What he's done for the club over the past eight months in his previous spell, brilliant. Nobody can take that away from him. He is a town legend. So bringing anybody in after that was always going to be a challenge. Warnock could last till the end of the season, there will still be a part of the fan base that will go, should have been Warnock over Darren Moore. Can't believe replacing Warnock with Moore because that's that's just how it is. That That's how football is. Everyone's got an mm. opinion about it. Everyone's entitled to their opinion about it. So be it. It's what makes the game so beautiful. I personally don't see us moving forward as a club with Warnock anymore, um, as I've already said. That's not that's taking nothing away from Warnock. That's not me saying Warnock should have gone this that the other. But the fact that the club are acting on a manager like Darren Moore being available now because he wasn't before, the fact that they're acting on it so quickly because I think I believe he said on Sky Sports literally twenty days ago that he was ready to get back into management. Yeah, the fact you're acting on that in the space of twenty days before, for example, Michael Carrick could get sacked this weekend. Millsbridge certainly take him. There, there are so many clubs. Yeah, there are so many clubs at the Championship where if a manager got sacked, they'd run straight to Darren Moore. The fact that we've now got Darren Moore tied down is is absolutely exceptional, and it makes sense to act while he's available. Then let Warnock do a year, not really move forward at all because you can't really build on whatever Warnock does this year, which is the harsh reality of it. That's not again. It's not me taking anything away from Warnock. It's not me saying Warnock bad. This that the other, but the romanticism of of Warnock. Is a beautiful thing, but you can't do much with Warnock going forward. It's it's the brutal yeah, reality of football. Not it's not viable and it's not a realistic concept to move forward. And anyone other than Warnock would probably be viable to move forward with. Definitely Darren Moore. I yeah. think Darren Moore is one of the strongest candidates to move this club forward. And as we say, outstanding candidate. But we we do need to be careful because apparently Jan Siebert. Sorry, not Jan Siebert. Gosh, I'm going back a few years. Mark Fothering was one of the best coaches in Germany, but I can assure you and I can assure anyone watching that he's probably not um, on the same level as Darren Moore because, you know, he has experience. I think the thing is with Darren Moore is as well is he's got experience in the English game. It's all, again, no disrespect to Mark Fotheringham, but it's very different having assistant coach and being a very promising assistant coach in Germany as opposed to a manager that has managed for at least two months in the Premier League, for at least two months in the Championship. Uh, I can't mm. remember exactly how long it was. I believe it was something like 10 games, so it's probably a bit more than two months. And then a few years in League 1 and League 2, because I believe Doncaster were League 2. You've got a very, very, very good manager there. You know exactly what well, you know a very good amount of what you're getting. Fotheringham was very much an unknown. Darren Moore, you know what you're getting, or you know very close to what you're getting. Yeah, it's a massive appointment, and it, a lot of credit needs to go to to Nagel, Edwards, Cartwright, Baldwin, whoever's involved. Like it's, they they've had a lot of stick coming into the club, and I think that's that's something that I think needs to be said. They've had a lot of stick in the past few weeks, especially with stuff about Warnock. There's been a lot of criticism towards them all, from the transfer window to the 
the rumours about Warnock to Warnock actually leaving, there's been a lot of negativity being poured towards them. The fact that they've got Darren Marin as a manager. Fresh start now with a with a man who's got a brilliant CV. Yeah, fresh start, brilliant CV. It's so commendable. It, it shows that they have the best interests of the club at heart. It's really promising. And I'm putting it frankly, I'm over the moon. I'm really, really happy with it. It shows really, it shows of a lot. Of, it shows a lot of ambition. Um, it's a positive, positive town to be a, a town fan, and obviously we'll we'll learn more in in Darren Moore's press conference as well. Um, yep. or one pm, I, I think. I don't think there's anything else really to add to it, other than other than that. I'm happy. No, I mean, yeah, I th- I think parting gift would be, although we are excited and it is very promising. We just need to wait now and judge him on his football. And I'm sure um, on the back of his CV and the back of what we've seen, winning nearly 200 points in like two seasons yeah. is uh, promising. So, yeah, really happy. And I'll, uh, I'll let you wrap up then. Well, thank you very much. I think the last thing really to say is, as, it, as it's now finally done, and it was obviously done beforehand, but once again, thank you to Neil Warnock for what he's done. If you are watching this, Neil, thank you. Um, that he is, that he is, isn't it? Back in Cornwall, that he's got the terriers talk up. Anyways, we're, we're, we're diverting. Thank you to Warnock, but the future of, of Uddersfield Town looks to be very, very bright with Darmore at the helm, with all due respect, of course. Thank you for watching um, our immediate reactions. We shall be posting the Coventry um, preview tomorrow morning. It was about, it was going to be tonight, but. We were expecting this tonight. We were expecting it to be the flip side. We were expecting to release the commentary stuff uh, tonight and then the, the the more stuff tomorrow, whoever it was. But yeah, very happy. And um, Darren Mars Barmy Army, thank you for listening. Please like, share, comment, subscribe, and all that jazz. And we shall see you next time after tomorrow's preview that was recorded before this, of course, after Darren Mars' first game in charge of Huddersfield Town Football Club. Myself, it's three points. Thank you for listening.